0: Hello and welcome to this week's Spider the News. Prior to the October the 7th terror attacks in Israel, official Israeli Saudi normalization talks were being openly discussed by not only Israeli leaders, but also Saudi officials, even including the de facto leader of Saudi Arabia, Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. In a Fox News interview, just two and a half weeks before the attacks, he said that they were getting closer every day to a normalisation agreement with Israel. One of the points of discussion was, of course, the Palestinian issue, which the Crown Prince said was a very important issue to them. He went on to say that they aimed to reach a place that would ease the life of Palestinians and get Israel as a player in the Middle East. He did not say that they would require a Palestinian state nor any agreement with the Palestinians, but simply that they wanted to see some easing of the life of Palestinians. What Saudi Arabia was most likely looking for was simply something that they could hold up to their people and the other nations in the region to defend their decision to normalize ties with Israel. However, before any agreement was reached, war broke out following the October 7th attacks. On that day, around 1,200 Israelis were killed and nearly 250 were taken hostage by Hamas. Israel invaded the northern part of the Gaza Strip with the stated aims of freeing the hostages and eradicating Hamas and removing them from power. For Saudi Arabia to normalise relations with Israel at this time would have made the backlash within the Arab world very harsh. Perhaps this was in fact one of Hamas's motives for the attacks in the first place. Whether this was their aim or not, Saudi Arabia did decide to, quote, pause the talks based on the situation. But importantly, they did choose not to abandon them or break them off entirely, but to simply pause the discussions. And so it's quite likely that the talks will continue after the war, um, of course, depending on the outcome of it. And so it's possible that the Israeli-Saudi talks will continue exactly from where they left off the day before Hamas's attack. But it's also possible that the situation the day after the war is so fundamentally different that negotiations take a new direction. One of Israel's stated aims is to remove Hamas from governing the Gaza Strip entirely, um, to eradicate Hamas, in fact. Just today, the head of the IDF said, once the deal swap is completed, we will resume fighting with renewed determination until we set all hostages free and dismantle Hamas. Netanyahu, meeting his troops today, told them that he would eliminate Hamas to, quote, ensure that Gaza will not go back to being a threat to the state of Israel. And so should a new reality emerge after this war, one where Hamas has been removed from power, who would then rule Gaza? Some in the United States were concerned that Israel might reoccupy the territory, but a senior Israeli official quickly came out and said that Israel has, quote, no intention to reoccupy Gaza or control it uh, for the long term. It was then suggested by some that Israel might give the area to the Palestinian Authority, which is considered by some to be more moderate than Hamas, only for Netanyahu to rule this out too, pointing out and the fact that the PA had refused to condemn the October 7th attack um, and had even celebrated the event. According to Politico, Germany made its own proposal, suggesting that the United Nations should take control of, of Gaza after the war. Um, this was quickly rejected by Israel's ambassador to the US, Michael Herzog, as well um, due to United Nations bias in the past. So the question remains, what does Israel have in mind for Gaza after the war? In an interview with Fox News, Netanyahu spoke of his view on the future for Gaza. He said that the focus must be on de-radicalizing Gaza, and explained why in his view, The Palestinian Authority could never be entrusted with this task as they'd failed to do so so comprehensively in the West Bank. He said that without de-radicalizing Gaza the conflict would continue and said we need a different future Palestinians deserve a different future and they would require Israeli military control for the foreseeable future to de-radicalize and demilitarize Gaza. It's possible to do it I know there are Arab states that could contribute to this, end quote. Who then might these Arab states be? Gideon Sa'ar, who's a member of Netanyahu's security cabinet, spoke with I-24 News and repeated a lot of what Netanyahu had said, um, saying that he too was not sure, um, as he put it, the Palestinian Authority was the right partner in order to do so, deradicalize uh, de-radicalize Gaza. He said, according to our experience with them during the last 30 years. When he was then asked who might be the right partner to control Gaza after the war and help de-radicalize the territory, he suggested the Egyptians, the Saudis, and other Arab neighboring states. And so the question has to be asked, could the Israeli-Saudi negotiations resume after the war and not only be Israeli Saudi normalization, but be a much larger agreement where Saudi Arabia can claim huge Israeli concessions that improve the life of Palestinians um, and be, then be gone to be very involved in the reconstruction of Gaza and in exchange control civil matters of Gaza, giving Israel reassurance that Hamas and other terrorist organizations in Gaza would be prevented from getting a foothold again. In such a situation, it might be realistic for Israel to allow unrestricted movement of goods in and out of Gaza and make living in Gaza similar to living in any normal states of the Middle East, which surely would fulfil the Saudi's aim of improving the life of the Palestinians. Now, whether this is what goes on to unfold remains to be seen. But what we do know from the Bible is that at the time of the Lord Jesus Christ's return, Israel will be at peace. They will be dwelling on the mountains of Israel. Despite this, we know from Joel chapter 3 that the coasts of Palestine will be inhabited by people that hate God's people and will be judged for their hatred of them. From prophecy, we therefore do not look for the removal of the Palestinians from Gaza, um, nor them suddenly becoming in any way fond of the Jewish state but that their ability to attack Israel is completely removed and so perhaps the situation could be much closer than we think. We also know though that the peace and safety mentioned in Ezekiel 38 um, will be very short-lived because the Gogion host quickly invades um, Israel from the north along with its whole confederacy and so our prayer must be for the true peace of Jerusalem when Christ returns not only to rule Israel but the whole world in peace and righteousness. Join us again next week for another edition of Bible in the News. This has been Paul Barnes joining with you.